are listening to Tomes of the Chaos Bar. Welcome back to Tomes of the Chaos Bard. I am DM Dave, and to the left I have... Henley. Boudreau. Lila Garatha. Roscoe. And Fenrir. All right, and today's recap is by Boudreau. What happened last episode? I didn't prepare for this. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) I gave you plenty of time. I didn't think about it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, I didn't either. You were like... And I was like, oh, crap, don't be me. You're <laughs> <laughs> next. All right, so we um we were, like, going into the, this place called Avalon, and we, like, dropped off our horses, and then we, like, got these yellow papers, and then we went into the city. Oh, yeah, don't forget, I left Donkey with all the other horses where he's being spoiled. He's happy. And then we went, and, and we saw one of Henley's friends, and she's going to take care of our stuff, and she's even going to take care of that little boy. And... I like that kid. He's a nice kid. Um, and we left her stuff there, and now we're going to go to the Glonquist family. And she crazy. She shot me. Oh, I'm dying. <laughs> and scene. Thanks for, thanks for being here, guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs> okay. So, yes, Boudreaux just got shot, and you guys heard this loud yell Talking about a die Trixie sprite. And there, then it goes silent. You notice that the iron, there's iron gates and a fence. And there's an old bell. Kind of almost like a small church bell. That's up by the front gate. And there's a rope to it as well. What would you guys like to do? Oh, it hurts. The pain. Oh. <laughs> so as Garatha, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to go over and check out Boudreaux. Okay. Well, what do I see? <laughs> the arrow didn't puncture anything. <laughs> like the the head of the arrow was a garlic. Where is it? It's not like on the ground. Hand. I just licked it. <laughs> I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to take it from his hand and say, you're fine. I smile at you. <laughs> and I'm going to drop it on the ground and walk back away. Do you think she got the pixie? <laughs> yeah, you're the pixie. You scared the life out of Lila. <laughs> Wait, is there only one of you now? Should we go <laughs> knock on the door? <laughs> Ring the bell up there. Yeah, I'm too short to do that. Ding, ding. I'll do it. It do lay rod go to did it. <laughs> Ding, yeah, ding. As you pull the pull the rope, it snaps. Rip. But it does jingle. Ding, ding, ding. How far do you fall? Because you had to jump to get that. I don't know. It's like inches. Not not far. Not enough to knock you off balance or anything. <laughs> but after a little bit, you do see, hear the door open, and before you stands a gentleman. He's he's pretty tall. He's like six eight. Really six. tall guy. Human? Human. He's pudgy, but he's not fat. He's not overweight. He has a clean shaven. Besides, he has a very thick mustache. Very Monopoly Man mustache. (laughs) But he looks strangely familiar. Everybody roll me a intelligence or wisdom check, please. Everybody? Are you sure? If everybody wants to. Oh, okay. Just straight wisdom? Straight wisdom or intelligence. 16 for Henley. 17. I 
I got a nine. Okay. <laughs> the magic potion bottle says 21. 21. 12. Okay. Lila Garatha, you're just not quite sure. You're like, mm, he looks familiar, but. I'm still upset at uh, Boudreaux over here making a bit stink because I've got Lila screaming <laughs> in my head now. Right. And everybody else, you're kind of like putting things together. Like, okay, he looks very much like Colin from the Hollow. And as he speaks, he's like, yes, how, how may I help you? We're here to speak to Miss Glonquest. Uh, may I ask the business? It's about the hall, uh, Hayden's Hollow. And he kind of gives you like, oh, yes. Uh, he reaches behind the door and brings out some keys, walks out to you guys and unlocks the door. Yes, yes, please come in, come in. Thank you. I follow. Everybody goes in, you enter the house, and you see that it's not been maintained very well. There's random of these those bolts. <laughs> They're kind of randomly stuck in the wall, randomly in the in the uh, cracks of the rock in the floor, and very strong smell of salt and garlic. Yeah, let me bring you to to our sitting area. I will go um what what if it's too late we can set up an appointment for late uh another day uh that might be better actually if uh if we could do that you guys could come back tomorrow morning we can do that what time would be beneficial probably around uh nine o'clock is when she's in her best okay are you by chance related to Colin? And he gets this very unsure face of like surprise. And he's like, "Yes, what? You you know Colin?" Yeah, he's in Hayden's Hollow. He's still there. Yes. How how is he? How is he okay? Does he not keep in contact with you? We are not on the best of terms. Well, he own he set up an inn in Hayden's Hollow, mm, up, up. or tavern, something of that nature. Alcohol's involved. Tavern, definitely a tavern. Boudreaux knows quite a bit about it. They made pretty good food. <laughs> Oh, by the way, you dropped this, and it gives the... Ah, another stray bolt. It's okay, my yes. knee is fine. <laughs> yes, they've never drawn blood. It's, But uh, he's, he's <laughs> alive and well, then. Never yes. drawn blood. <laughs> <laughs> he is well, as far as I know. He's kind of... Robust. Hmm. Okay. Well. Yes. Um. If you come back tomorrow at nine, we can set up an arrangement. What is the purpose of this meeting? Um, I look to Roscoe. <laughs> we we just have some information about Hayden's Hollow that we needed to talk to Miss Glonquest about, and see about getting some facts straight and kind of see what's happening and stuff, and we were told that she's the person to talk to. 
Yes, I can answer most of those things. I am uh, her guardian at the moment. Is it, And to help better be informed about what you're looking for, I could do some research during the night if you want to inform me what sort of business it is. What, what R- can I help you with? Rumor has it that she's looking to sell the land and sell the hollow. Yes, there is. She is in process of doing that. Yes, and she has a buyer in place. Yes. Um, we kind of want to know more information about the buyer and about how much she's selling it for, and if she knows the plans behind what's happening after it's purchased, or cares. Care okay, for. The purchase, the one looking to purchase it is Mendrick Weathers. But his plans seem to be bring it back to what it once was. There's a hard eye roll from Garatha for that. We have reason to believe that he may not have Hayden's Hollow's best interests at heart. But we can't go into those details yet no no okay um i can look into how much they're selling and see if you guys could are you looking to buy it Uh, maybe maybe looking to make sure it stays safe okay well the more information you guys give me the more i can Find out the information that you need. Would she be willing? I don't, depending on how much she's selling it for, we probably don't have the funds to buy it. But we would be willing to donate our services, perhaps. Or if she would outright give it to the town itself and let the town prosper not under the control of what we fear is someone who's only chasing money. Or that she can just keep it and let the citizens, as Fenrir said, run it themselves. Okay. I will present this information to Ms. Glomquest, and in the morning she will be there to give you an answer and, and talk. Thank you. Yes, it is. Um, is there anything else that I can that I can help you with? Do you want a drink? Do you? Are you related to Colin? I am. How so? I am his twin brother. I knew you looked familiar. <laughs> yes, we. I haven't seen him in almost thirty years. What? We... Wow, that's a long time. Yes, it it is. I don't mean to pry, but why haven't you seen him in 30 years? It was all over a woman. He wanted her, but she chose me. <laughs> Do you have something to interject, Pudro? <laughs> I like this story. <laughs> Tell me more. Who this woman? Henley doesn't know what to say, so she just kind of like awkwardly turns her face down. Yes. Well, my brother didn't 
take that too fondly. And so he asked for permission to go be the, take over the hollow for my parents because they were getting old. Me and, me and him came to live with the Glomquests to learn skills. He was the cook here and fell in love with one of the Glom, Glomquests. It makes sense why he owns the tavern now. Yes, he has always been good with food. And as you know, he is on the heavier side of things. Wait, but... What happened to the girl that chose you? Well, we got married, but she has... She died two years ago. I'm so sorry for your loss. Thank you. But so now I just take care of... Take care of her sister. Older sister? Yes, the father, Cornwall, Cornwall, Cornwall Glonquest. He was uh, not very faithful, let's say. Aleem is about 40 years older than, than my wife was, Margaret. And since Margaret died, everything fell to... Aleem and I'd stay here to make sure that her assets are protected and nobody takes advantage of her in her state. Would you be willing to give Hayden's Hollow to your brother? That would not be my choice. As in, I don't have power to give Hayden's Hollow away. That would be up to Miss Glomquest. Be her being alive, she still has some authority on what happens to her property. What are your opinions on the deal with Mendrick Weathers? What do you know about him? From a third-party standpoint, of course. I do know him. I know him quite personally. Um, him, his daughter and my son are engaged. So they've been trying to acquire the Hollow and... Mendrick has persuaded my son that he would be the one kind of, he's been kind of tutoring underneath Mendrick. Mendrick seems to be an all right fellow, but he is stubborn and he is prideful and he always gets what he wants, but he has always treated me fairly. I know others that he has not. Why is your daughter not? part of the Glomquest estate. My son. Yes, your son. Just never was written in the will at the time. <sighs> but he he has been very interested since he found out about the hollow being for sale. And he's coming at it pretty hard. But Aleem seems hesitant on selling it. Mendrick seems very interested, or your son seems very interested. My son is putting pressure on Aleem to sell it. Is it because of Mendrick's influence, do you feel? Very heavily. Because my son, wanting to prove himself to his future father-in-law, and Mendrick has kind of taken him under his wing, teaching him the ropes of owning a business and stuff, that... Mendrick has promised him that 
once he purchases the hollow that that he would be kind of in charge of the hollow, making sure things run smoothly in a business form. Does your son know how Mendrick came about owning the business that he currently does? I don't know. We know that he won it in a, in a bet. Yeah. Do you know something else besides that? Well, it just seems odd that that would be, I mean, winning something like that on a wager seems a little odd. Well, the Walrand Enterprises was going out bankrupt, going out of business, so it wasn't worth much when, it, when he won it. But within five years, he has made it a competitor to the Iron Hills Guild in traveling supplies. Boudreaux, that name would sound very familiar to you, by the way. Then I slump in my seat. Is your son in town? I believe he's with his girlfriend, Grendel, probably enjoying the festivities of the celebration. Does he live here with you? Yes. Me and my other two kids. The youngest. Ah, I'm gonna get you, Trixie! (laughs) (sighs) Sir, it seems like you have your hands full tonight. We will be back tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. sharp. Yes, thank you. Uh, Let me show you to the door. Good luck. Thank you. Do do you mind if I stay the night here? I would prefer not. Okay, let me show you to the door. He opens the door. I will see you at 9 o'clock. Thank you. And what was your name? My name is Bronstrom Anbar. It was a pleasure to meet you, Bronstrom. We look forward to our meeting tomorrow morning. Yes, I hope that you are successful in, in your doing. He walks you all the way to the gate, lets you guys out and locks the gate behind you, and then walks back inside. Well, that was interesting. That was not at all what I was expecting. House and everything. Makes sense how Mendrick can get his hands on it so easily, though. I just can't believe that Bromstrom's children weren't put in the will even now. I can't believe Colin has a brother. Yeah. That too. That he's never talked about even. Well, it seems like they had a reason. (laughs) Kind of sad. Poor Colin. That can't be easy. No. Probably not. However... I have some things that I would like to do. Um, Maybe a messenger to find or someone in town before the night is out. Um, Do any of you have anything that you would like to to do? I'd like to go see this uh, blacksmith Roscoe keeps talking about. I got a blacksmith. Uh, did you say that blacksmith has something to do with the, like, iron helm? I don't actually know. Didn't someone say something about that? I believe Bromstrom did. He, there was a mention. No, no, I mean, yeah, yeah, go ahead. There was a mention of that, but not necessarily that it was the person that Roscoe did or didn't know. Maybe you can find that out when you go. Well, no, I don't have to go. <laughs> oh, wh- why do you ask? Um, um, 
Boudreaux. Don't stare at me like that. I don't like it, okay? <laughs> you guys are making me nervous. I'm tired. Maybe we should go eat something to eat. It's hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> Good. Boudreaux, we can get something to eat and you can tell us on the way. Because... Right, 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 right. Let Mm, there's something good going on here. <laughs> anywhere, anybody know where I can get a bath right now? Because I, nope, can't even eat until I bathe. You know, most inns would have some kind of bathhouse. Okay, them. but most of the inns were full. Can I use that without being? I think you would. You could probably. Okay. Jump in one. It chart. They would probably charge you like five copper or something Fine. like that to use it. I, don't even I care. wouldn't mind a bath either. However, I really want to go see this blacksmith. Well, I mean, he's after food. I can't even eat until I, I get this stench off me. But at this point, we can find the blacksmith, blacksmith and the food in the same place. So, Well, there you go. What about we need to go Try to find Pauline as well. Yes. Is that the messenger you're referring to? No. That was not my task to complete. I think that was kind of a uh, Roscoe's thing. Yeah. But. Okay. So maybe we can go check out this blacksmith, get some food. You guys can go bathe and we'll maybe go try to find Pauline after. After food? Sure. We'll meet you guys at the blacksmith's place after we, after you bathe. Sure. Sounds good. Cool. All right. Well, I'm going to get food. Where does my sniffer lead me? Please make sure that Boudreaux does not get himself into trouble. There's tons of different food vendors and stuff like that. You can pretty much find anything you want. I got a place. If you guys want to come with me, great. If not, you can find somewhere else to eat. But it's a quality place. And so we're going to... Really want to make a Don't mind if right I now. do. I'll follow you, Roscoe. Hey, Boudreaux. You're going the I wrong way. I don't know way. where you're at, but we're going to go get some really good food. What? <laughs> He's like a like, hundred paces away. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. That, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> Can he we like run right past me on the way? And I just shake my head. <laughs> <laughs> he was like way ahead of you. And then he turns around and books it back. Yeah. <laughs> Plume of dust following him. <laughs> this is why I need a bench. Interchangeable. It's no longer glistening sweat over here. <laughs> it's stuck on him. Okay. So Roscoe leads you to a tavern called Old Stubbs Pub and Grub. It is pretty packed, but you guys are able to find some room at the counter. Behind the counter, you see a a gnome called. That Roscoe, you would know as Stubby Tinkerton. Cool. As he's walking around, you can hear a kind of a thump on the wood floor below. And he kind of makes his way over to you. And he's like, well, what can I get you tonight? Hey, Stubby. Hmm. What's your name? Roscoe. Ah, Roscoe. What are you doing here? I didn't know you were coming back. Well, I didn't know either, but we uh, had some stuff to do here from Hayden's Hollow. So. Well, it's a great place to be at this time. I know. You guys are busy. Yeah. The celebrations like this, every year we get do the celebration, it always racks in the money. That's good. It is. Um, you seen the other two by any chance? I haven't seen them yet. Uh, Winston's around here somewhere. He's probably on one of the dice tables. He likes to spend his time there 
Man. Um, did you notice uh, Marilori around at all? I'm sure she'll, if she comes, it'll probably be late because this is the busy time of season for her. It's fair. Trying to meet orders. But she did get a new job, though. Oh, did she? Yeah, she moved in. She got hired by that uh, that fire giant forge. Oh, really? Yeah. We were just hearing some things about that. Yeah, they're so. really good. They're really good down there. They seem to be taking over the blacksmith area, so they've needed more people, and you know her reputation. She's pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, I'm going to go find Winston. Um, if you guys, if you'll take care of these guys and get him some food, and I'll settle up with you afterwards. Nah, for sure, for sure. All right, what can I get you three? What do you have? Well, because we're kind of low on supply, we kind of we got chicken or a leg of beef. I'll take cheek chicken. Okay. Beef. Okay. Both. Hey, I'm not. I want that too. I want that too. <laughs> All right, both it is combo meal. <laughs> How much? It'll be three, three copper. But for you two, it'll be six. I guess that word then, yeah. Mm-hmm. I handle And it comes with sides of potatoes and and some vegetables as well. It's That's the real reason meat. he wandered off. He didn't want to look at potatoes at all. <laughs> 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 I hand over uh through four copper. Can I get you guys anything to drink? We have ale, we have some solid dwarven ale. Mm-hmm. We also got the popular house special peach mead. Oh no, that stuff's good, but I know the maker. <laughs> but um, I was going to do an ale. Yes, we do have that. I was never allowed to have that when I was young. I like one of those. Okay, <laughs> coming right up. Good thing Garoth is not there. <laughs> I'll take a peach mead. Okay, anything for you? Uh, just, a, just ale. Okay, so the dwarven stuff was going to cost you two copper. Okay, um... So I nudge Henley, and I'm like, <coughs> trying to get her attention underneath the table. Mm-hmm. Yes. I only have silver pieces. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I hand you 20 copper. I need two silver. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> and they do the exchange, and then he gives them the money. Okay. And the ale and the peach meat is a, a copper. Okay. Roscoe, you're traveling back there. And you do find Winston. He's in a different garb, different apparel than what you saw him last. He's gotten rid of his ranger outfit. He is now in a town guard outfit. And he's sitting there playing with a a bunch of other town's guardsmen playing dice. And it seems like he's doing very well. Okay. So I'm I'm going to just walk up behind him, assuming he doesn't notice me. Right. The other guards are kind of like doing that looking at you. And he does one of those like, what is everybody looking at? <laughs> I'm going to be like, you, you better cut your winning short, dude. You're going to lose it soon. You always did. Oh, Roscoe, my man, what is, how are you doing? He jumps up and like gives you a hug. Well, actually, he hugs you from the seat because you're, like, right there. Yeah. yeah. He's tiny. He's tiny. He's a bigger guy. Yeah. So, yeah, I returned the hug, and I said, hey, Winston, how we doing, man? How's it going? Oh, just doing doing great, man. I just, what bring? Do you here for the celebration? Uh, It's 
come here, come here, pull up a seat, pull up a seat. You guys don't mind, right? And they're like, oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. come on. Do you, you want to play? Um, I was never good at the game, but I'll, I'll watch. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, I noticed the change in uniform. Yeah, I, just, I decided not to go back. No? Now they offered me fair wages here, so it's a little more, a little more peaceful here as well. A little more comfortable for you. Yeah. It's good. You still uh, in contact with Marlar? Oh, yeah. I, of course, she's busy right now, or else she'd probably be here as well. Yeah, I heard she got a new job. Yeah, just a couple of weeks ago. That's crazy. They, were, they heard of her reputation, and they offered her good money. Some good benefits, too. We'll have to go check it out in a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, when you're done, um, I need to talk to you about a couple of things when you have a few minutes. Oh, oh, okay. Count me out, guys. Count me out. I'm going to go talk to my friend here. No, no, no. You're leaving when you're on top. He's like, yeah, that's like no one to hold him, no one to fold him. Next, next roll or two, so it's probably best for him. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Let's go outside. There's a little more privacy outside. Go out front and find. I'm assuming he's got tables and stuff outside a little bit, or some tables. Yeah. Okay. So we'll just find a table and sit down. And like, so I wanted to ask you some questions a little bit about the whole archery thing. I know you were still. I mean, are you still doing that with the guard, or are you some working on something else? Or no, yeah, I normally patrol the top of the walls. Oh, okay. Um, have you ever? Have you ever heard of any sort of like, this is weird because I have no idea what's happening. So bear with me. Okay. Um, like magic use of arrows in archery. Like I know there's some spells that, that can boost it. What do you, what do you mean exactly? Well, so I was fighting a giant bug a while ago. Oh, okay. He was trying to eat one of my friends. Uh, <laughs> and I shot an arrow at it, and it disappeared. But then it came back like twelve seconds later. Hmm. Did did you put some kind of spell on it, or I did absolutely nothing. Hmm. I that was like the first time since I'd left here that I'd used a bow. I picked it up, and I taped it back together with my daggers <laughs> and some leather. It was interesting, but it worked for one shot. Oh, okay. That's strange. And it was just like some weird feeling, and I shot the arrow, and the bug disappeared. And then on our way here from our previous establishment we were visiting, um, I kind of blew up some goblins. You blew up some goblins? What? I, <laughs> we were... Just coming across the plains, and there were some goblins coming at us. And so I shot an arrow at one of them, and it blew up everybody around them. I have, I have no idea what's going on. So as you're talking about disappear, arrows that make animals disappear and blowing up, you see him in deep thought as you're explaining what's going on. Tell him the story. He's like, first off, need to get back to the goblins. I think I remember hearing my mom talk about my my great-grandma and how she used to be this uh, there was just some innate power that she had with the bow that it was like an arcane archer I believe is what it's called and I guess the story goes with those which kind of sounds like that you know maybe you're one of the lucky lucky few that these 
archers just become just arrows start doing that for them they don't really mean to and with practice you can do it kind of on command did you feel any kind of like energy rush or anything yeah i mean i mean i definitely felt the energy before things happened but like i no idea what was happening it just kind of i shot the arrow when things happened and i didn't even know what i was doing so and do you know anyone around here who you know might have a little more information or could maybe work with me on that or mm, no there is from what i understand from what my mom was telling me about my grandma they're kind of few and far between nobody's not quite sure if they like, developed it or born with it or how you even become one but it's just like when i was in rain in ranger school i guess you could call it in ranger training that some of us, they do, they do teach us some magic there, of course, how to, to entangle or use magic to disappear without a trace and hide right. our tracks and stuff. Right. Some of us can do it. Some of us can't. Some of us, you know, are kind of born with this extra power, this magic that some people call. But it's, and some of us catch on and some of us don't. And maybe, maybe you're born with a little extra. But anybody else... I don't know anybody else that has it. Hmm. All right. Well, I mean, thanks for the information. That's more than I knew before. So I guess I'll just keep plugging along and see if I can't start learning how to use it. <laughs> no, yeah, I guess. I guess the more the more practice you get, the better you're going to get at it, right? Yeah. You still go out to the range every morning? Uh, not as often as I used to because now it's, you know, why do I need to practice anything? I'm just just a scout on the inner wall. Sure. Well, kind of keep an eye on things from up there. Yeah. Might be worth just maybe staying in touch with your skills. I don't know what's going on out there, but things are feeling a little different. Oh, yeah. Getting back to those goblins. Uh, where did you run into them at? Uh, they were just between us and, and Gibson Well. We were heading out with some horses we were bringing over. and it was, was a, it a small group, a big group? five or six of them they were on some some boars and to front one the leader was on a warg or something i think mm. and okay we talked to him a little bit and he said they came out of the the rangers fort up north and stuff but that was about all we got out of him we mentioned somebody by the name of crag i think it was you said they they're now in charge of the fort yeah what fort the the rangers fort that that was lost a while ago oh fort ventral Yes. Mm. Well, we hadn't been getting any reports back from there, so that's... Huh. Well, I know they've been more active down in, down south of here, too. Yeah, heading out from the hollow and stuff. We ran into a couple of people, and they said, you know, be super careful out here on your way and take, you know, certain paths and stuff because everywhere is just overrun with trigrovin and goblins and all sorts of mischief out there so right we've been getting lots of reports down south from our from the ranger fort uh linick okay there's been a lot of activities of sightings of goblin activity the trigroven yeah i don't know i just feel like something's something's coming and just be ready they've been a little more daring recently they haven't made a move on anything except East taking out some of those towns and cities and I mean 
most refugees make their way here hoping to find a better life, but right. we just don't have jobs or room for them. Yeah. No, I understand that. I mean, Hayden's Hollow was the same way for a while, so. Well, I'm glad you were able to get away from them. Normally, the scouts are pretty tough to handle. Yeah, well, there was a few of us there, so, I mean, it wasn't just myself. We had a small team together, and we made short work of them, surprisingly. <laughs> mm, good. So. Well, it's good to see that you're that you're traveling with good company then. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're great people. So, um, so yeah, so tell me about them, and we can kind of you go back into your normal banter and, and okay. stuff. Like Lila Garatha, you find a place. It's gonna charge like charge like two copper Done. to use the the water and everything to clean up. After I'm done, instead of changing back into my normal armor that mm-hmm. I have on, I want to put my leather armor on that I have, but then I want to put my uh, finer clothes that I have from my... Okay, over your armor mm-hmm. then. Over okay. my armor. Okay. That works. Is there a particular place that you wanted to go to? Um, so I'm going to try and find a messenger or see who is kind of here from the dwarven clans. Um, Garatha's looking for any relatives that she might have here, specifically her dad, um, or any news, because this is kind of a central hub that way where there might be some information. Uh, She also knew some other people in the area, so she's going to try and put out some feelers to see if any of them are around still or not, because it's been a while since she's been here. Right. So the one contact that you have is uh, Brighton, mm-hmm. Brighton Cole, and you know that he spends a lot of time in the Shanty District, okay, down there with the Lioness, mm-hmm. the other contact that you have here. Um, as you look around, you do find a place that. Uh, so when you do when you do messenger something like mail, is that kind of what you're thinking? Yeah, to mail a, la- a letter of some kind. Mm-hmm. Okay, or like. If he's in city, um, maybe just find out where he's at. Mm-hmm. If he's not, then just kind of get something out to let him know that she's there. Okay. You would know that your dad would probably be spending his time up in the Monarch District. Okay. He'd be up there with the Duke. Duke William Gregory. He'd be up there with him during the celebrations. You would know that... You could probably drop off a, a note or a letter to the guards outside of the gate to the Monarch District, and they could possibly get that letter to him. That's one possible way. Let's do that. And then I want to see if I can find Brighton mm-hmm. before I head back. Okay. You know that Brighton enjoyed, had lots of friends down in the shanty, and he enjoyed going to a place called the Hammered Tavern. I'll go ahead and head there. Okay. Shame, shame. What's that for? That's a genius name. <laughs> the Hammer Tavern. That's awesome. David, you see a goose coming over here. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it is. I want to ask the, the um, stubby owner uh, if he knows Pauline, the name Pauline. Yeah. So as you're going down to, as Lila and Garoth are heading down to there, mm-hmm. we'll come back to you. Okay, sorry. 
Pauline. Um, no, doesn't doesn't ring a bell. All right, thank you. She, she sometimes travels with a warg. I have heard that there's been a warg in the shanties. This the kind of little makeshift city outside of outside the uh, exterior wall. We'll have to check there. Yeah, other than that, I don't know any Pauline. Thank you. Yep. Now, how's the food going? Oh, it's delicious. Mm, good, 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 good. And he continues on doing anything. How long do you want to talk to Winston there, Roscoe? Um, I just, I think I just wanted a couple more questions with him. Okay. Um, so, while we're sitting out there talking and stuff, I'll just be like, hey, do you know somebody named Pauline? Or have you heard someone named Pauline? She runs around, rides around with a warg a lot. Um, I don't have a last name. I have... I have heard of the a warg sighting down in the shanties. It's caused some alerts, but every time we go look for it, it's it's gone. Hasn't seemed to cause any problems, but a Pauline? Don't know. Not familiar. Okay. Mm-mm. Um, and then this next one needs to stay between us. All right. Have you ever heard or know anything about a gentleman named Mendrick? I believe he's the owner of the... Walrand Enterprise, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah, I I know him by name. I don't know anything about him though. Okay. That's the reason reason I'm in town. So, I just we're doing some some research on him is all. Oh, well. So, if you hear anything in the next few days while I'm here, just let me know. I can see if he has any I'll look into it. Okay. Is there something particular I need to be looking into? Just General information, doings, good, bad, otherwise. So we can... We've got... I'll go see if there's any kind of legal issues that he might have. Okay, I would appreciate it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, just go back to chit-chatting and enjoying food outside. And... Okay. And then Henley, Boudreaux, and Venrier, you guys doing anything else or kind of spending the evening there? So Fenrir will probably take the next, you know, 45 minutes to an hour and get out his loot and start playing, you know, performing in the tavern if there's not a bard already there performing and kind of put out a put out a hat and trying to earn some copper. All right. <laughs> Roll me a performance check, will you? Oh, no. And make it a, and make it at advantage cuz everybody's been drinking. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, you're you do a very solid performance. You're able to rile them up, telling the stories. I'm assuming about your adventures that you've been having. Exactly. Mainly about the about the bug that we killed or the ant pig. <laughs> oh, awesome. That we That's, killed. That... You had nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> that we killed. That we. <laughs> we killed. You mean the royal we? <laughs> okay. Yeah, and you're able to let me make some dice rolls. The look on your face, though. <laughs> you're able to earn about 57 copper pieces. Ooh. I made bank. Solid night. <laughs> money, money, money by, by the, the pound. pound. I didn't have to loot anybody for it, even. That's right. Okay. <laughs> um, Henley he wants to stop by Roscoe and say, um, I think I'm going to go back to the book place. 
where my friend is, Lisbeth. We'll probably head back shortly. I don't think... Um, Who, who's your friend? This is Winston. I know him from when I was hanging out here for a bit. Roll me, Henley, roll me a, a, wisdom, a straight wisdom or investigation check. Not good. Five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was seeing if you recognize him. If I could him, recognize him, yeah. He does. Okay. I yeah. have my uniform, my uniform on. Right. Ah, I see that you're a ranger. Yeah, I'm one of the people that made it away from Fort Ventral. Oh, really? So am I. Re what? You? Uh, how? Well, I got I everything. I pull up a chair. <laughs> I didn't think there was anybody else that survived that. I didn't know anyone else survived it either. There was a few. There's Drake and Trixie and a few others that we got away. But I had no, I had no idea. Henley's like tearing up a little. No, no. Like I, I got. I went to go rescue the horses because the stables were on fire, and I got and it. I got the horses out, but it collapsed on me. And I got pinned under the things, but uh, this big blue bear-like creature. eyes get huge when he says that. This big blue hairy creature, kind of, kind of like bear-like, pulled me out. They saved he, you? Yeah, he, he saved me. He was part of the Trigrovan, and there was a bunch of other Trigrovan members there. There were some goblins that... They wanted to kill me, but the creature didn't, wouldn't let them. So he escorted me here and dropped me off here at Avalon. Uh, thank you. Uh, I need to go. And I just run. <laughs> Bye, I guess. What's up? She does that a lot. Hence <laughs> <laughs> the bug creature. Oh, right. You were just telling me about that. Yeah. That, so that's that, the one. That, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. So he's over here telling stories about bug creature. He's over here telling stories about bug creature. <laughs> So look down upon a machine. <laughs> uh, Boudreaux, no, make me a constitution one. saving throw, please. <laughs> I'm so excited. Five. <laughs> you are so not appropriate. Ale at all, especially dwarven ale is a little more <laughs> strong. <laughs> a little more strong. Apparently neither am I. <laughs> And you, mm. how much money do you have, by the way? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's not nice, man. <laughs> what? Uh, I've got 138 silver pieces and 12 copper. Okay. Roll me a D100. <laughs> what is it? 23. Okay. <laughs> you grab 23. Of course, you don't know how to count or anything. You just grab mm -hmm. a handful and you go throw it in... Fenrir's hat. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
And you see, like, everybody else are like, yeah, bugs, bugs, bugs. And they start throwing more money in the hat as well. They're like, yeah, this is an awesome song. And River, are you going to keep his money? I am right now. <laughs> You I said mean, 23 copper? Silver. 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 <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. I mean, this is the one that ran so off with you my get, uh, money, On too. top of that, so you get 23 from Boudreaux, and on top of that, all these other people are now chipping in an extra 52 <laughs> silver pieces on top of that. Oh. You are making bank tonight. So at this Everybody's point, enjoying themselves. So at, at this point, I'm, gonna tr- I'm going to transition to a song about Lionel. And so it's going to get a little bit more somber once this money's in my pocket. Okay, kind of the song you've been playing with. Yeah. Okay. He's going to pocket the Just, money first, though. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> get that money. And I, it, it's, it's, it's almost like I'm transitioning from this story into a... So this is kind of like a lighthearted type story, mm-hmm. right? And then my next wave is going to be not, not like a somber one, like the one with... Um, Lionel, but maybe like a, one that's a little bit less jumpy and happy. Mm-hmm. The remembrance song. Almost. A remembrance. Yeah. Like, like a, a ballad. Yeah, more like a ballad. And then at the end of that ballad, I want to move into just a short piece about Lionel, about just the song I've been working on with Lionel, like a couple mm-hmm. of lines, mm-hmm. and then kind of see the response. Okay. And then maybe I'll transition back into some more happy type. The drinking song. Okay. Uh, roll me a performance check oh, we'll see. at advantage again. Since you had a really good plan and everything. Uh, 12. Still solid performance, but it gets a little... Because you're unsure. You know, you're testing out new... Right. Your new material. But it seems to affect him. There's not a dry eye in that place. <laughs> Do another no. <laughs> but it seems very well accepted. Okay. And we have Garatha heading down to the shanties to look for her friend. Mm-hmm. And we will get to that next time. Why, David? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, I hope you guys are enjoying this kind of role-playing that we're doing. This is one of my favorite parts of D&D is the role-play, the interaction between players and the world that we have that we've created together and getting a little introduction to different backgrounds of our people who people know um big shout out to da nichols of course for writing our intro and outro music and all the songs that we've had thus far um give us a five-star review and a comment there as well and Solomon will give you a shout out on there he's waiting eagerly to get those shout outs going um look at us for our social medias twitter Tumblr, Instagram, we got a Facebook fan page. All of them can be found at Tomes of the Chaos Bard. We also have an email at chaosbardpod at gmail.com. As for that, I am DM Dave, and to the right we have Fenrir, Roscoe, Garoth and Lila, <laughs> Bundo, <laughs> and Henley. And until next time, we unroll the scroll to tell the tale. Bye.